Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What is up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Back once again, worlds colliding. Back for another week. Tony, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, just um, going over our notes because it's a kind of a cool, exciting episode we have coming up. That and, it is. Uh, um, I kind of like this one, man. This is, uh, this is cool stuff here. Are you ready to take a trip back to where neon fanny packs ruled the world? <laughs> the Super Nintendo was as strong as it could be. Everybody was listening to Winger and Slaughter. It was a great time. We're talking about the 90s. That's right. What, you don't, you don't like my analogy? Uh, everything <laughs> except for the Winger and Slaughter reference. <laughs> that was like the ultimate early 90s bands when hair bands were dying. Uh, that's true. It's very true. So, Should I have changed uh, that to Danzig? He was really big during this time, like the mid-90s. Yeah, I mean, stuff. I was a fan until I watched him get popped backstage one time. But That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about 90s wrestling cards. And like the 90s, a lot of people want to say that the 80s was the wrestling boom. And sure it was. But I mean, like dollar-wise and ratings-wise, the 90s was like top of the top as you could get in wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. Like Yeah, I mean they didn't pull any numbers like they did uh, you know, today when you get like a, a SmackDown pulling a 2.2 ratings like that, that's nothing compared to what it was getting back in the late night when we call the attitude era, right of course things were getting six and seven i think even a couple yeah. of got eight wcw saturday night was probably doing the 2.2 yeah i mean granted there's a lot more different things to watch nowadays so this despite what your opinion of the product is these days um uh, good or bad uh there's still a lot more options for people to do things and and the internet has really kind of changed and re- you know uh, a lot of things so yeah it's kind of apples and oranges in, in that sense but um yeah 90s man that's just every, it was everywhere i mean tv yeah. guide covers and i mean everything it was everywhere talk shows every kind of as we'll get into probably in a little bit like every kind of product and gimmick you could think of it, it was it had wrestling on it everything uh, from hot wheels to uh you know again like you said uh, arsenio hall show to i mean it was on everything <laughs> So another hot take that people probably don't want to hear about is, in my opinion, from a importance and a longevity standpoint, I think the 90s wrestling cards are some of the biggest that have ever been made. I agree. I think so. And we're going to talk about that with some highlights and some other, some of our favorites. Um, And I'm not like, in in full transparency, I'm still a huge All-Stars fan. I love 85 tops. I love 80. So a lot of this stuff necessarily isn't my favorite. But I just can't deny when I'm starting to run down the list of cards that are released in the 90s. I'm just like, this is a who's who of like first cards, rookie cards. We've got cards that we've never seen before that were a first for wrestling that were cutting edge at the time. So um, I think what's uh, funny what we're talking about today, I was just checking my my PSA stats, which, by the way, I'm at stage five officially now. Woo-hoo. Nice. Two, two <laughs> yeah. years later. Yeah, that's right. And uh, um I was looking at that uh, before we started uh, recording today, and I was looking at I said twenty card submission, 
and all but two of them are from the 90s. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. All but two are from the 90s. <laughs> so let's just jump into some of the highlights. The first one I want to talk about, and I talk about it a lot, is the action-packed Macho Man autograph and the Undertaker autograph. It was the first ever, to my knowledge, pack pulled serial number autograph. And you could call it a parallel if you want, I guess, because that it's their prototypes, which isn't the base card. It's a, it's a variation. Do you count that as a, as a uh, promo? Do you count that as a parallel? It's, eh, you know, whatever. But the fact is, it's the first of its kind. And, you know, it's not like today where you get tops WWE stuff coming out. Oh, it's numbered to 99. Okay. Well, nobody wants those because there's 99 of them. But yeah. with these 500, that sounds like a lot, especially for the nineties when everything was Jim mint collectible, limited edition, gold plated. Sure. But really when you sit back and think about it, you don't see these very often. And, don't. When, and when you do, it's just, they're going for at least a thousand usually. I, I wonder how many, you know, there's got obviously still some sealed prog out there, even though mm -hmm. it's far in between. I wonder how many, uh of these cards are still sitting in packs after and all this time and and if you if you look around like i don't ever see any sealed wax of this stuff no, no. ever either no i'm not saying that they're i'm not saying they're, they're gone but yeah you know, there's yeah. far and few between but i'm wondering how many are still sitting in packs of what's out there so yeah you know, but that's it it's, these are pack pool things we're talking about for highlights you got the uh, action pack uh do we we don't want to talk about action pack right now oh i just mentioned it yeah we can keep going okay. to whatever you want I mean, uh, you got the action pack. Obviously, the 95 WCW main event, which is still a... Ooh, opening up can of worms there. Yeah, it's a little bit debatable. Although, when I, you know, when you have some of the more uh, experienced collectors out there that are coming, stepping forward, saying, hey, I opened packs, I pulled this card, kind of like, you know, I kind of go, okay, I can kind of believe that now because, you know, I've opened a lot of that product. I never hit an autograph card. Or maybe because it's on a, a base card, but that not numbered and no, no certification on it whatsoever. Maybe I just put it in the singles and got rid of it one day and didn't even know about it. Yeah. Um, I, I have no idea, but I mean, so you had that 95 WCW main event, you had the 98, 99 WCW, you got the 98, 99 WWF, uh, every, you know, in our notes like that from the SmackDown and, the, and Superstar. So have, these are all pack pulled type of things. But if you want to go for autographs and talk about what the nineties brought to us in autographs alone, even before that, in 91, in 91, you, you had the Legends of Wrestling box set. That was a. So that one. actually predates everything, but it's still in the 90s. It's still in the 90s. It came out in 91. It was from a company called Imaginator Inc. And it, it featured like Bruno San Martino and right. Neil Mascaras and Dominic Danucci. It's got, it's got all these guys in there. And these guys, there were autographs in those. They weren't in packs, they were in factory sets. But you can get a Captain Lou Albano autograph, a Killer Kowalski autograph. Uh, a Luthez autograph, a Buddy Rogers autograph on those things. I mean, these are like, again, we're, we've, we've talked in episodes before where people don't respect history and, and wrestling cards. Like, sure. And this is an amazing card set that people should kind of look at and kind of get a good feel of who these legends were that were from the 50s and 60s and the 70s like that. Uh, and even the age of Lou Albano and stuff, you know. It's an amazing card set with great autographs in it. Well, and compare that to... Um, so some people may want to argue what we're saying, like, well, it's not a pack. It's a factory set. Well, we're okay. not, we're, we're just well, talking about 90s card sets. Right. Period. We're not talking but about packs. What I'm saying is like, okay, find me another baseball, basketball, football card set that was putting out factory sets of autographed cards. There wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. There wasn't. No. It's a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah. Which is what, what I'm getting at. Um, is there any kind of other, like, 
innovations that I've missed in the nineties that really stands out to you that like the, the really, it was the numbered, the numbered stuff and the fact that you could pull, there were so many chances to pull on card autographs, no stickers, autographs. actual on card. And all that was on card. I don't think any of that stuff was sticker. None of that stuff was sticker. I don't remember was, seeing stickered, all... stickered stuff until tops took over. Yeah, there was nothing in the 90s that came out for wrestling that was stickered auto. It was all on-card stuff. Um, I can't think of anything else. And even when you go to that uh, you know, wrestling legends, that was on-card. It wasn't sticker. It was on-card. Like, those cards were signed by Bruno San Martino. They were signed by Captain Lou. Um, there's nothing. But, I mean, innovative-wise, for wrestling, first hologram card ever came out was in, uh, in the 90s. Is it the Sting card, or is it something that predates that? Sting hologram card, even Chrome, Tech Chrome from uh, '95 yeah. WCW. I guess if you want to, if you want to do a real reach, uh, something I used to love when I was a kid was the hologram stickers that WWF put out during yeah. the New Generation era. Sure. I still have my Yokozuna one. Actually, I pulled it from a skating rink at a field trip when I was in elementary <laughs> school. I still have it. Like I had the hologram cards set that had like Yokozuna, Adam Bomb, mm -hmm. Undertaker. I had that. I just found it in storage not too long. Well, probably when we're doing that live uh, storage sale, yep. I found it after we were done. Um, yeah, those are cool cards. They're, they're cards, sticker cards. They're cool. So let's jump to some of the, you know, I feel like some people may think this is stupid that we're going to mention some of these names. But when you stop and think about it, once again, you cannot deny how important the 90s were for wrestling cards. Um, you got guys like Jericho and The Rock, Undertaker. Steve Austin, I'm sure I'm missing some, but those all names just pop off right off the bat. All you're, of their, you're, you're, yeah, you're gonna have all Shawn their first, yeah, yeah, all their first stuff. You got Shawn Michaels and Triple H, and there's a, you know, a lot of the guys that are became hall are Hall of Famers now are just getting inducted off. And this is the era that they came out in. It's the '90s. Yep, and like you just said, it all your PSA orders almost all '90s. It's all '90s. It's like. And it's across the board because we're just talking about 90s. We're not being specific about factory sets, pack pulled stuff. I, I mean, I've got uh, a lot of stuff I sent in from Merlin set from 90s, 91s. Uh, I got uh, several Stone Cold Steve Austin from 95s. I got some rock cards from 98s. I've got, it's all 90s stuff. It's just all, you know, Macho Man from the Merlin sets, Hulk Hogan from some of the Merlin sets. I did a lot of Merlin stuff. <laughs> um, the good, that was my good first, stuff. It was my first stab at uh, doing greatest stuff, so. My next batch would, will come out probably in the next presidency. Uh, will be uh, uh, is um that's that's got a, more across the board everywhere from eighties, nineties, even two thousands. So let's talk about some of our favorite releases. I will let you get that started. Ninety four, ninety five action pack, probably one of my favorite ones, uh, just because of the design. Um, I I don't think the 94 95 took away from 94 and vice versa i think it was a nice one-two punch year after year love the embossed love the signature stuff on on them like that the facsimile signatures on them were cool uh you know also that 94 set you know you got a chance for the autographs which was kind of cool and you got a nice chance of having those 24 karat gold parallel you know 22 karat gold parallel cards of course it was the 90s it had to be yeah. 24 karat gold yeah uh and i mean those were amazing um, I love the promos they put out for the 95 action pack. The oversized ones were great. One of Diesel, one of Undertaker. They had the, uh, the Lawrence Taylor promo. Uh, Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good promo, man. And what just, a great crossover card. 
But isn't that awesome? I mean, that's, that yeah. was a great way. I mean, they made football cards already, Action Pack did, so it was kind of like a no-brainer for them, really. But it's still a good crossover, you know, promo card. Um, and then the promo cards themselves, which were the same. So the, the '94 Action Pack was great because he had the promo cards of Savage and and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Same image, same car was used for the autographs. It says prototype in the back, and it's also you know stamp. You know, it's got the uh, the uh, stamping off for the number numbering on it. Then those same two cards in the actual base set too. Right. So. You get the same they're great looking cards, man. And that's the emboss feeling is so cool. It's kind of why I like the WCW emboss that came out in 99 as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's just so cool. It's like that. And then I also like, uh, obviously, 98, uh, 99 WCW cards, what they're, uh, what they're known for, which is, of course, yeah. The autographs. I mean, come on. And, and I mean, there's still cool base stuff in there. Like a lot of people want to push the Jericho and the Goldberg sure. in there. And yep. I, I, Goldberg, you may have, actually have an argument for. And, and Jericho. Yeah, miss, yeah, that's another one. Like, you know, they, they may have had cards out previously in this, the action figure card or CML sure. or something like that. But the, the fact that these are their first pack pullable cards, like to some collectors, like that is it. That is the rookie and, and, card. And two of those three guys that you mentioned, so Goldberg and Jericho, are pack pullable on-card autographs for the first time ever too. Right. So something to think about, you know, we're just, we're just piling on to how important the 90s were and um, who's going to debate me about the eighties? <laughs> Nobody crickets. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yep. See, you can't debate it. It just is what it is. It is. All right. I had the, I'm going to bounce around, but it's, it's, it's different. Like these are my favorite sets, but not necessarily for the cards themselves. I got to go with 91 Impel, which is the stomp collection. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, but I don't know why we consider a nineties card uh, set. I mean, they're still printing it today. Right. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I know it's a stupid joke. It just keeps on giving though. Well, so, well I don't, I don't, is, is it really a joke? I mean, I saw the printing press in your storage unit when we did the Instagram live Shh. sale. Oh, sorry. All right. Moving on. Uh, 91 Impel. It's the design. It's the classic. It's the wrestling cards I saw everywhere. When I went to an LCS comic book store, toy store, they were everywhere. And every single time I was in the store and I saw that, I was like, man, I want to go home and watch wrestling. I want to go home and play with my figures. I want to watch Tony Schiavone and Bobby Brain Heenan on Saturday mornings, right after the Double Dragon cartoon and right before, you know, the NBA recap show or whatever. Like it was just, it's all nostalgia for me with that set. So plus yeah. one of my favorite Ric Flair cards ever. Um, 91 Merlin. I think you said enough about that. Just basic design, really cool pictures. One of my favorite Undertaker cards in there, the one where he's uh, got the hands on the casket. That's the one I sent in for grading. <laughs> um, 94 action pack, the 94 holograms. We've mentioned those 95 WCW. I still think this set is the main event set is just, I don't know if I want to say underrated, but maybe just unappreciated. I think because, you're right. And I, I cause it, it just screams nineties and all that stuff. Everything in that the, from, from I've watched your video in which by the way, if you haven't seen those videos, people, you need to go back and watch Zan's uh, wrestling with cards videos. I, how many par- parts of that is it? It's like seven or eight parts. Seven, seven or eight parts. <laughs> I mean, you went through every single card in that entire set and basically commented every single one of them like that and all done perfectly I mean, it's just, thank you it, Appreciate it's it. just because it's just it it's exactly what that is that set is just so 90s man another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and people just underestimate the, you know, we're in this day and age where people want to find the first of something. So this in this set, you've got the first pack bullable Steve Austin card. Yep. You've got the first WCW cards of Macho Man and Hogan. Yep. You've got pack pullable autographs, which we've spoken of. You've got these cool cards that are pay-per-view posters. Yeah. And some of them have errors. Yep. You got promo cards. Two I mean, it's errors. it's just everything that you could want that's 90s in wrestling oh, a, in a 100%. card set. It screams everything from that time frame. And even like the whoever decided to take those use those particular pictures to represent all the, the talent. Mm-hmm. They're all, I think, perfect pictures because it's like everybody's costumes were so bright and popped. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just, uh, and, and so it's, it's just, it's like, this is, to- if I had to go a thousand years from now, go like, when did this come out? These cars, like, that's definitely back in that 21st century, <laughs> 1990s. That's for, that's the 1990s, man. <laughs> what do you think screams the nineties more? The 95 set or the 91 Impel? The more I'm thinking about it, I think I might go with the 95 because the I'm 91. thinking 95 because 95 really represents those characters and again all the colors pop. Yeah, the 91 Impel, yes, it's very bright and, and vibrant, like that. It's, it's obviously maybe a design that, that people like. Maybe that has too much 80s going for it though, because it's right it's a, on it's the a cusp. Li- a little of bit, a little yeah. bit probably, yeah. But it's also people recognize good designs, and then when you have independent cards out there trying to mimic some classic designs, make them look good, that '91 Impel is probably the most copied uh, uh, design for someone's homemade bootleg card sets. And that's uh, saying something for the importance but, and longevity yeah, of the brand. It, like, so they love it because it pops. It it it, it brings attention to it's. It's just kind of like this bright picture frame around something cool inside the. Yep. Uh, whereas. And because it, it has, it's a bordery where the 95 uh, main event is a full bleed, you know, uh, no borders like that, but it's just the, the images, the, it's the images, the images yeah. bring everything out. Yeah. And what's interesting is, um, you know, we mentioned the 98 and the 99, which I also have down on my list for some of my favorite. And when you kind of look back, what we just said about the 1995 set, fast forward four years, completely three years, even completely different completely like it's just so weird how things it's, change it's, so it, drastically it's, and it's too with those comic images sets from 98 which was a superstar set which that was one of the that to me was what most people's aew set is coming out it was like was uh you know oh my god i can't wait for that i couldn't wait for that that was like i had this gap you know of years between you know, not getting any new releases and so finally a new wwf card that's coming out and they have autographs I'm all over this, man. This is so cool. And that is just even the packaging, the box, uh, uh, the uh, the images they use, that the thick cardstock comic images used are dual cards too. Uh, and uh, it was just grainy and dark. And it was just kind of like it captured what WWF was. And it's just not so bright and, and colorful as that WCW stuff was just three years before. Speaking of dark, I want to also mention the japanese ecw set that kind of like yep. you know it is a card set but it just yep. seems like not many people can find them and uh that i think they stole it basically if you took if you took the impel design 
and you put some attitude in it, no pun intended. <laughs> That's essentially what these cards were because it had that same design with the border and the crazy design, but it was dark. And it yes. was like using different colors, not so much pastel and brightness. Yeah, it was it was dirty, you know, it yeah. was what represented ECW well. So whoever exactly. designed those cars did a really good job picking out that color scheme for it too, I think. So yep. it was a good representation of ECW. And then uh, just kind of closing on a uh, favorite, and this isn't even necessarily a favorite. It's just something I thought of. I can't remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, but even the stuff we've learned from the 80s and then the stuff we know modern and then the 2000s, that 90s period, there's so much mystery and lore with these card sets. Whether no, it's- because these card set, these card companies don't exist anymore. So it's, it's you know, hard to find someone that worked for Impel or did something for championship marketing or worked for cards. The closest I've ever gotten to finding someone is I have a letterhead from someone who received an autographed Macho Man promo card that was from that KKLZ promo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was addressed uh, to this person congratulating them on winning this or getting this. And then it was uh, the person's name who was part of the marketing department for, the, for car, uh, cards. I don't know anybody else. It's like yeah. trying to find someone. I mean, now even comic images who I, I know some people from that company still, but when you get to 98, 99, things are a little bit more, there's not so much, a lot of mystery there too much. I mean, there's a few things maybe from like uh, what else might be missing from those 98. The WCW cards. Well, the WCW cards, that's what's tough. The <clears throat> WCW cards from tops, uh, which you know, they, just, they don't keep those records anymore. This predate stuff where they don't keep records like that anymore. And it was just, you have to understand that WCW was treated like um, it's a license they got. They got it really cheap and they put out product with no intention of like, eh, you know, we, we sent out X amount of autograph cards and we, we, if we got anything back, we're happy. If we don't, eh, who cares? You know, that kind of, that's how they treated it. And so they kind of put it out and uh, they kept no records of it. There's no tops vault to, to, to get that. You know, I've, I've barked all the way up to the vice president of the companies like that. And it's like, yeah. we don't have any, uh, we don't have any records of this stuff, man. It doesn't exist. So you got to find someone who worked here at that time. We could probably give you some insight. That's kind of what I've done on a couple episodes that I did my early episodes on WTC uh, channels like that was just uh, talk to guys about top stuff who worked there back then. Um, it just, yeah, there's just a lot of mystery. I, I really wish we knew people who are hopefully still alive that uh, worked at the time that could provide some insight. Do you think that potentially some of this mystery is driving the interest and pricing? Yeah, of course. It, it, adds, it adds a certain level of that. Of course it will. You know, uh, talent name of what you're looking for that become popular, it's going to be the number one thing, of course. But then I think uh, that mystery level adds a little bit of cool factor to it. So let's move on to some of the stuff we did not like about the 90s. You go ahead. Because <laughs> you don't uh, want to hear my rant. <laughs> I, I do want to hear your rant, but now nobody wants to hear my rant because they've go already ahead. heard it 5,000 times. And that's the stupid 1990 classic set. I have such <laughs> a bone to pick with this set. Like, um, I think the promo cards are cool. The uh, purple, purple pink, ones. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Those are like every single one of those, even like we've talked about the Brutus, the Barber Beefcake card in that set. Like, yeah. it's a really cool card. And it I have pops. a. That purple yeah. made it pop. That, that, that pose of ultimate warriors like that, it just pops yep and uh do, did we ever find out a print run of these specific no. ones Mm-mm. like i don't see a lot of them out there but and again it's, it's and that's part of the 90s part package we're talking about of the mystery the allure of it we don't have a 
some points are, oh, there's a case incentive. This was a pack pool. This was this. This was that. They're not promos. They're actual chase cards. Well, not chase cards. They were never in packs. Uh, you know, so, and God knows we've, we've all opened a ton of classic. I mean, you <laughs> think out of five cards, you know, purple border cards, you'd pull one, you know, so yeah. they're not in packs. Uh, so it's just, uh, it, 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 there's a mystery about it. It's like that. I, I kind of wish the whole set was designed like that purple border stuff, man. The only other classic card that I won't uh, throw shade at is the history of WrestleMania because sure. it's got Donald Trump sitting in the front row. And yeah. You can see, like, whether you're a fan or not, that, it, that's irrelevant. It's the fact that it's just like this weird thing of, yeah. oh, he's in this shot. Oh, there he is again. There he is again. It's like he's almost the star of the, of the show of these cards. But I think really it's my, my bone to pick with this set is not the actual cards because when you look at them, they're really no different than any other card set around then. It's just the people that are trying to make markets out of something that there's nothing in. And I've talked about that at nauseum. So that's really yeah. it. Because I mean, I love every, like, I honestly can't think of another 90s card set that I just despise. Yeah, it's not, definitely not one of my favorites. I don't think I have any of them from, yeah, I, I guess I guess so. It's a, kind of a bland card set. It really is. Um, mixture of action shots pose shots things like that um then you have the 89 version versus 90 version and the you know series two with the features all wrestlemania stuff but yeah i i I guess so it's just it's kind of bland i mean the if you want if you want me to pick something i really like the warrior card in there that a lot of people call the rookie yeah my argument is hey there's an 89 version there's the 89 market scene card that is way cooler anyway yeah there's an 88 Quaker dips. There's an 89 or is it 88 or 89? The playing card like there, 88, I think. Yeah. So there's like cards before this card that people are claiming at a rookie. Like, you, you know, you can call well, it. It's, a, it's also a pack pool card. That's what the problem is. You know, I think yeah. it's a pack pool card. That's you know, true. The same, same thing we're talking about when we go to make the argument for stone cold, you know? Yeah. So I guess I, I, get, I, I, get, I get it. And I, I get that's what you want to do. If you want to go out there and get that, uh, that gem mint 10 on that, it's like that, then, you know, I, I have an issue with some people who want to shove a particular product down people's throats to try to make it seem something like it's something. Yes, yes. But I also understand why they do it. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I kind of like walk this fine line. I just did my like little, <laughs> who was that again? That was a, I don't remember from what movie that was from. <laughs> um, but well, I was just. Uh, anyway, I will say that warrior card does look good. If I was yeah. to have to pick one card out of the set, the one where he's standing to the side with the fist, like yeah, yeah. it's a cool card uh you want my worst one yeah dude i got two of them <laughs> i i i don't think a lot of people really collect it too much but i did i was Hold not on. a fan i can't wait to hear this because it's very rare that you go on this big rant and i can feel it coming so <laughs> it's not coming it's really not uh i i do not like the 99 wwf wrestlemania life photo cards i think that they completely dropped the ball on that uh i was excited when i got those promo cards which one was like uh it was andre uh and jake the snake on promo on i think uh promo number one and then promo number two was uh wrestlemania 14 with uh, stone cold and uh Shawn michaels and so i'm like this is kind of cool so some live action shots which i'm not a big fan of i'm not a big fan of action shots per se yeah. too much um it's gonna be you know they're they're photo card size so they're they're bigger cards you know they're thinner um, and I just thought that when it came out and all I could get out of this after your first three releases, you put out, you put out superstars, you put out SmackDown, SmackDown Chrome, all had autographs, 
all had some kind of unique like chrome type of thing. I don't even really talk about that SmackDown, by the way, uh, and SmackDown Chrome with those facsimile autograph cards yeah. that came out of those things. Those are so hard to come by, man. And, yeah, I that can, both of those sets really get kind of pushed the wayside. They it's, get pushed away. Yeah. You've got Hardy Boys rookie in there with the rookie autograph cards too they can get out that of that. Hardy Boys Chrome is sweet. And Hardy Boys Chrome is uh, sweet. It's got, uh, you know, Michael P.S. Hayes with them too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> And uh, I, I just, I thought they dropped the ball, man. They could have done so much, some cool chase ideas. I mean, they could have made a, you know, even like a signed, oversized signed car would have been kind of cool. It's like that. It's just, I don't know. And that flimsy little piece of crap binder that came in there was like, you put them all in. It's like, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but were these basically just like postcards? They're like postcards. I that, yeah. Yeah, they're postcards. And it's just, I, I don't know. And I'm not a fan of postcards. That's probably why I have such disdain for them. But, uh, you know, it's like, I love that WCW uh, magazine that uh, from collector's edition number two, it's all Sting, you know, mm. and it has Sting, the nine first nine cards and those are, are Sting cards in that, in that magazine. Right. But it has like four, I think four postcards or nine. Po or po They're over. I, yeah. I, I, I could I care less about that. I cut that stuff out and here you go. You can have that. <laughs> but it's like, I want the cards, man. But so I thought, okay, this is cool. You know, comic image hasn't let me down yet. These are such cool releases they put out. And they let me down. <laughs> but but the one that actually eclipsed that for me is I call it a 90 set because it came out in 1999 and it went on through 2005. Is that damn Danbury Mints? Those damn Danbury Mints? <laughs> the damn Dudley's? Uh, you mean I, the, I think, the snake oil salesman? Oh, I think that. And I bought into that crap. I was every single month, I was getting billed, you know, 20 bucks a month, whatever it was I was getting uh or whatever I, I got the binder i specifically probably why i'm pissed off i specifically <laughs> put my order and said don't have my name etched on the stupid binder because you could choose to do that yeah they put my stupid name on it <laughs> i asked them not to do that uh and i just thought these are they were another cool idea I guess I, I, I saw some other etched stuff like before I thought was kind of cool and they just looked lame to me. It was so lame. Then I had to go back and get the whole damn set again after they went to WWE. F you guys. I'm done with you guys. <laughs> Denbury Mint can suck it. I don't like them. It's funny that you bring this up because I, at the time of this recording, my Danbury Mint video that I did on this whole set <laughs> I didn't cover the whole set, but it was requested through my Patreon to talk about it. So I was like, all right, as I was getting into it, uh, I gave honest opinions and I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like there's some good and there's some bad, but I just kept like, it just kept sending me back to those. Here we are talking about the nineties, yeah. the QVC, Don exactly. West, home shopping network. And every single time I was looking at one of these pictures, as I was doing research and putting notes together, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting ripped off and I'm not even buying these things. I'm just staring at them. <laughs> next, thing they're, the next thing I know, they're going to want me to get like a gold plated 24 karat gold plate that has horses on it. And then they went, yeah, well, they did the same thing where they did, uh, they'll get you in the, the pewter collection. After oh that. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they had, um, uh, I quit collecting that. I canceled my subscription once the first 50 cards were done. And then they went on beyond that. And uh, then they also had like a special mankind one a two card mm -hmm. mankind one it had its own bind. i'm not doing this you guys <laughs> suck the whole thing sucks uh i've got nothing to say about it. i'm glad i have nothing left i got rid of that stuff a long time ago if 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 i paid someone to take my collection from me 
I, I, they didn't pay enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, there I, I have seen a couple of them surface that got autographed, and and then graded, so they're then put in a in a slab like PSA. So what do they do? They they cracked them out of that that that, that thing. Yeah. And that's just. It sounds stupid, but then when I saw them in the slab, you know what? I'm like, it's a stupid card set. Do stupid things, you know. <laughs> Buy stupid card sets, win stupid prizes. <laughs> two two things on that. Uh, they did look better autographed and authenticated in a PSA slab than they did from Danbury Mint. The second thing, and I touch on this in the video, there it's the company is called Danbury Mint. Mint meaning mint condition. They're giving you a card completely enclosed in a encapsulated piece of plastic. Yeah, sometimes it had a fold in it sometimes or people, a chip. People, people sent them to PSA and they were coming like, there. there's a couple of tens out there, but you know, they'll come back as a seven or an eight <laughs> or a six. So clearly it's not mint. <laughs> or that person just went like, just like, like tore it up like, ah, oh, there it is, down on the floor over here. <laughs> no wonder yeah, why I got a low grade. Or somebody from PSA got it and they go, Danbury Mint. Oops, there's a ding there's, corner. Oh, a ding. <laughs> yeah. They, it gets a full grade lower just because it's Danbury Mint. Can you believe that company's still in business? Are they? Yes. They're oh, still they're still selling all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, please, someone, please, AEW, <laughs> don't don't sign an agreement with them. Don't. Gonna have hang them. hangman page custom shot glasses from Danbury uh, Mint. I'd buy that. I'd be more interested in that than the actual stupid cards they put out. They're just Actually, ugly looking. I mean, yeah. you look at some of the faces, like a that's Vince McMahon. That doesn't look like Vince McMahon. It looks like it looks what is that? It's exactly that? what I talked about in the video. It's just, it's, yeah. The only I, argument. On. I, I need only, to come down. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um, what else you got to say? Like, that's pretty much it for some of the notes I had. Like, um, I still want someone to challenge me on just, I'm not talking about like anything else outside of wrestling cards. I really think the nineties kind of are the biggest boom in wrestling cards. Like, the most sets kind of put out, well, not counting modern, but because yeah, everything modern. is everything is tops though. Yeah. I mean, you had the most companies doing different things. You had innovative designs. You had innovative things like the pack pullable autographs. You had the first serial number wrestling cards. It's a common thing now. First time Chrome was ever done. It's also a case in point. Here's a highlight, by the way. So all of the WCW stuff that tops put out was all in late 90s, 98 and 99. They put out a set in 98 and two sets in 99. That, what... The 99 WCW embossed that lacked in autograph cards as far as its lineup goes, because I mean, they just it was a stack house in those yeah. first two releases. Uh, they kind of made up a bit on that by introducing the very first. Now, wrestling to me is considered a non sport, it's a non sport. So, to me, it's the first non sport relic card was ever introduced, was it introduced in the WCW embossed? How did we and miss Hogan's that when we were talking about rarity? That. Yeah, ringside rarity. That was a, and, it, and, you, and it, I pulled two of those over the years. You know, I remember I bought a case. I got one in that case, and then I, I didn't, I didn't pull a second one. I actually bought in a collection. The one I pulled was a nice three-colored swatch. So I mean, the most were going to be yellow, right? But I had, you know, it had a little yellow, a little red, little, you know, black in it. So it was very nice. Yeah, I don't know how we missed that when we were talking about it, but um, man, the '90s cards are just so much cool stuff. So many big names. So much original stuff that hadn't been done before and you know uh i think a decade I, from now a decade from now you're gonna i mean we already got rock stone cold is you know those are holding some good big numbers uh you know undertaker stuff is holding big numbers but 
you know, in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now, uh, we're going to, those are going to be some major, major cards that wrestling fans who are collectors are going to wish they went back and got because right. there's some major names in there. I mean, we hit the big guys, but then the Shawn Michaels, you have the Triple H's, the Chinas that came out from the Attitude Era. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of amazing talent from that time from that. It just needs to be, needs to be collected. <laughs> yeah, if you can find it. And that's another kind of yeah. appeal to it is, you know, there's tons of 85 tops. There's tons of 87 tops. And um, even the Wonderama stuff you can find. But a lot of this stuff, you would think you would be able to find it. And some of it you can't. Oh, for big money, man. Even overseas stuff like that. 90, uh, was it 92, uh, tops UK. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's big money. I mean, uh, it's just, that's just, that's just covering. We just covered cards. Cause that whole era also for a lot of car collectors collect stickers. Yes. And that just a massive amount of stickers that came out during that time frame. You know, you get guys out there getting a, you know, 97, uh, Panini, uh, rocks or called rookie, well, whatever, man, I mean, get whatever you think. But and then you got, uh, you know, there's a Scotty the Body, you know, Scotty the Body one from yep. a '92 Panini uh, sticker. Like isn't it Euro Flash? Euro Flash came out yeah. as well. Yeah, Euro Flash had there's one. There's a Steve too. Austin one in there. Yeah, and there's a Magic Box Ink. I, well, they, that came out in 2000, I think, for SmackDown. But uh, I mean, there's Merlin put out a ton of stuff. This is a prime example. We didn't even talk about Chromie. And a Chromie. Yeah, another, <laughs> another great example. I mean, Jesus Christ, you got. I mean, who doesn't want a PN, PN news, you know? <laughs> or a diamond stud. Diamond oh, stud. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You've got one of those bad boys. Tonight. I do. Um, and then, of course, you know, stunning Steve Austin in that as well. I mean, uh, what, what a, who would have thought? You know, I, those were pretty plentiful when I, when I bought my set and I got another set in a collection. And then I sold a set this year. I think I sold it for like, I don't know, $1,300 for the set, which I think is a steal. You also um, got the one of the first Diamond Dallas Page cards in there That's when right. people the don't birds. Like, like, look at that what ddp and a free birds card what's going on i pointed that out i just did a uh an interview for a tv show coming out talking about wrestling cards and uh point that out like uh, hey there's there's uh you recognize that guy he's like is that ddp go, that's ddp right there man <laughs> uh so it's just uh it's a cool set from peru and uh that's no, argentina that's argentina that one is then you, yeah then you talk about the other one from peru it's like that uh that yeah. ornate card set i mean it's just there was so much stuff so much because wrestling was so popular and so many different licensing agreements going overseas. And it was a lot less bootleg, still some bootleg stuff out there from the 90s, but a lot less of it. Um, and there's, uh, it's just everywhere. It was ever, it's all over the place. I mean, in, in Russia and in, in Australia, the United States, Mexico, it was everywhere. There was just so much stuff. And it Ooh. focused around those two companies. We did, you just said Mexico. We're talking yep. about the 90s. That six figure Jericho card. There you go. See, there's another '90s card. Another '90s <laughs> card, man. That's CMLL cards. I mean, it's uh, loaded with uh, obviously that's the the, you know, the king right there is that card. But you know, we got Vampiro in that set. And you yep. got there's a lot of great stuff in that. And we just missed on the cusp, and I guess you could. I'm pretty sure it's 2000, but it might be bordering the '99 if you want to get technical about it. The ECW cards from the figures, wrestling figures. Yeah, and those then, are actually from uh, late '90s, I believe is right on the edge there so i mean we just keep coming up with this stuff off the top of my head which is just a prime example of why i think this is the biggest era in wrestling cards actually i take that back i believe you're right it is 2000 for that set i couldn't remember if it's on the edge yeah, but, yeah but both get... came, they both came out ecw series four bash of the brawlers and champion uh champion clashes had those cards and stickers in it yeah in 2000 
So it's right on the cusp there. But uh, again, um, I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this or watching this is kind of catching the drift on what we're talking about. Like it really, like the nineties is where it's at really for it like, it really is. And it's a completely unbiased because I love a lot of modern and everybody knows I love my vintage. Like, you know, the all-stars come on. It's like the best wrestling card set ever, yep. but it's just hard to deny some of the originality and big names, first cards, rookie cards, um, just interesting innovations that maybe wrestling cards had that is a commonplace today in sports cards, in wrestling cards and non-sport that nobody else was doing back then. Yeah, it started so, there, man. Yeah. It started and there. When you think about it that way, you're just like, man, wrestling cards originated something and yet they're still the bottom Which is another thing too, because people ask like, you know, well, God, you know, you know, cards from the 1800s. Like, yeah, as far as sports go, I, I'm pretty sure wrestling cards predate any other sport being put on yeah. the cardboard. Yep. So there you go. It's amazing. <laughs> always when, yeah. always innovating, still getting pushed to the side. <laughs> and still getting duplicated because the sports right. cards take what wrestling does and they make it appeal to the hype bros. And then all of a sudden those cards are worth millions. I feel like that wrestling cards are like the porn industry. It really is. Because porn dictates, I mean, they're not, it's not, porn dictates how, uh, what medium is being used to, to use that. So when, and when porn first came into, uh, when we started doing the VHS tapes like that, well, it was before VHS, there was beta. So there was beta and VHS. VHS tapes were made cheaper and were easier to produce. Porn decided to go with VHS, beta went away. When CDs first came out, and then we had uh, then we had uh, uh, DVDs. We had DVDs. We had CDD DVDs. We had DVD VH or something like that. There were multiple pl- platforms yeah. like that. Porn decided we're going DVD route, straight DVD route that way. You don't hear about those other ones anymore. They're gone. Right. Porn dictated that. Wrestling dictates things in the trading card market, I think, and doesn't get the credit it deserves from all other sports take from wrestling and on that note we can't top that (laughs) i hope you guys learned a lot today i hope you go back and you know even if you're a modern collector of vintage like just take a look at some of this 90s stuff because it really is innovative as we've talked about today just it it makes me want to go dig through the stuff i have right now and just go look at all of that yeah just some cool stuff man check it out Tony, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can find all of this great information that we've talked about today. Everything's on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything you can find is there. All the social media platforms and how to reach out to us. Hey, if you find something that uh, is not listed on our website, you have a checklist correction, you have some information that we need, just use the contact us form. Uh, be happy to investigate it with you and uh, you know get that checklist corrected if it needs to be. And if you need help help with links to social platforms or whatever that will all be in the show notes you can check out so check out my stuff wrestling with cards on youtube wrestling with cards the podcast probably all over everywhere else but guys we greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen and the continued support we're just continuing to build the wrestling car community even though it gets no respect we're gonna get there one of these days just building bigger coming back every day regardless of what people are saying about us you know sports card guys they can they can take a hike. We're going to keep, we'll, we'll get, uh, we'll get all of our praises after uh, we'll go the Rodney route and get all our respect after we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. After today's episode, we might. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll catch you later.